doing? And to podcast. Doctor Who. Torchwood. Surgeon Adventures. Canine. Class. In broadcast order. I, I need to tell you something because I think you might have forgotten this. What? Um, our our third host. Do you remember Ooh. our third host? Remember, third host? Everyone's forgotten Bobby, our third host. I, there's never been a Bobby. I don't know what you're talking about. I, 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 I held onto this box last night and I woke up this morning and never, everyone forgot Bobby. And Who is Bobby? He was our third host. This is a this is a a, a classic a classic bit called uh, called Bobby's on first. Um, this, is, this is what happened. This is what happened in the episode. This is a classic bit called "This is what happened in the episode," and we're doing it here. Mm-hmm. This is a good way to explain. I mean, um, this is the Serpent Jane Cast Ventures. Hello, um, we're talking. We're talking about whatever happens to not the likely lads, but Sarah Jane. Um, oh, sh- Brock- I just got it. It's a play on whatever happened to baby Jane. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally, as you were saying, whatever happened to Sarah Jane, I was like, oh, oh, it's, 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 oh, baby Jane. Okay. Got mm. it. Got it. Um, broadcast on the 29th of October and the 5th of November, 2007, 2007, um, 2007, fuck me, uh, directed by Graham Harper. Um, channeling his innermost Sam Raimi, uh, and written by. They were some real Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bunch of zooms and and so that, many that, moments where it's like, I mean, I wish I put. Yeah. A, I I almost started a list of things I wanted you to clip, <laughs> like uh, like at the end when Mar- Maria goes the meteor. Like, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> oh, she goes, my name is Sarah Jane Smith, and it zooms on on Maria. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much, so many good zooms, and there is, of course, a sequence where he opens uh, the box. He holds onto the box, and, and like, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that actually the, is. Uh, yeah. That actually, yeah, I could almost hear the, the Evil Dead ghost going, "What's all your soul? What's all your soul?" Um, unfortunately, written by uh, Gareth Roberts. Um. Yeah, the gist of this one. You want to hear the gist of this one? Yes. Uh, Maria gets a puzzle box from Sarah Jane, which allows her to be immune from an attack by the mysterious trickster who swaps Sarah Jane out for Andrea, an old friend of hers who died. Um, Maria and her dad, Alan, they eventually save the day and convince Andrea to swap back so Sarah Jane can divert the path of a giant meteor, but not without revealing the truth about Sarah Jane and her adventures to Alan. The thing about this one is I have a feeling we're going to be very different in what we think about it. Okay, um, well, oh, I want you to go first. Yeah. No, I want you to go first. I, I, I need to no, know. No, 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 I want okay. you to go first. Okay, well, I'm going to preface, preface this by saying that the subgenre of everyone but this one person has forgotten someone or something important, and this other person has to get them back. 
it's not my favorite subgenre. I'm not a big fan okay. of this stuff. Okay. Uh, so it, this already had that going against it. I know people love this one, but I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of middle of the road. On okay. This do you have uh, any more? I do, but I want to hear I want to hear what you have to say first. Well, I like this one. Um, I thought this was really good. Uh, I thought whenever the grass was not on screen, it was atmospheric <laughs> and sca- and kind of scary and kind of creepy, and it, it did really well with the. Uh, I mean, they knew what they were doing because the Grosky's literally going <laughs> like he he literally he literally runs past uh, what's her name? Shit, I've seen her like fifteen Chris, episodes now. Chrissy, Chrissy. Yeah. runs past Chrissy going. <laughs> she goes, oh, that is just ridiculous. So like they know what they're doing, or they know they know what they're doing. So uh, yeah, there's that. Yeah, the thing I love about that though is um, it's just kind of jumping around. But the 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 time where and I I, I sent this to Sam. There's a very funny because um, you know like on YouTube they have all these scenes of like unreleased scores. Yes. There's one for this episode where the the um, it was for for the scene where he's on the skateboard and the the caption and the cat the caption on the video. Oh no. Oh, no. Because the, the screen cap is Alan looking like really, really determined, and the the, the caption on the screen cap um, screen grab was Alan hits the grass, and it's it like it's just like it's the most it's. I thought you were gonna say Alan hits the gritty. <laughs> he might as well because like, okay, this is um this is the most unvisual moment on this. Oh, this is the most visual thing. Like that that is just yeah. That is a perfect thumbnail. Um, that whole Alan scene is very, pretty. Wow. That whole that whole scene is, is quite funny. Um, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a perfect. <laughs> I'm looking at it now, <laughs> and it, it is it is very good. It is it's like it's it's a, it's a testament to this episode that those parts don't really overpower the rest of the stuff. And and then we have to talk about the fact that they went and replaced Sarah Jane with Mary Steenburgen. Like, like she looks so much like Mary Steenburgen. She is Jane Asher, who um, was Paul McCartney's like first big girlfriend. Um, the, Be- the Beatles song "I'm Looking Through You" is about their relationship breaking down. I knew this because I was obsessed with the Beatles. I was like a twelve year old, so I, I I learned as much as I could about them. Um, I'm looking through you. Good song. But um, she, it's actually crazy. I'm looking through you. you. You died in the 60s. It's actually crazy how good, of, how good of a swap she is for Elizabeth Slayton's like energy and and like presence and stuff. Like, because one, she looks, she looks like Elizabeth Slayton, but two, she's like, she's really good. I think, I think she's one of the high points of the yeah of the thing. It, it, it all builds up to that scene where she's like, "I'm meant to, to die." What the like? <laughs> what are you talking about? Who are you? Like, what? He, can you hear yourself? Anyway, I sent you a photo of Jane yeah. Asher and Mary Steenburgen, yeah. so you could be like, see, they look the same. I, when mm-hmm. she showed up like, for a second, I thought it was Mary Steenburgen. I was like, <laughs> they, they put Mary Steenburgen? Uh, I mean, uh, this, this whole episode is partly about Alan and, um, and Maria. Um, it's It's... Making Alan look like cool dad of the year twenty twenty well not twenty twenty two uh, two thousand seven. Um, I just it's the the thing about the trickster. If you want to talk about the trickster, um, one played by Paul Mark Davis, who two weeks ago 
it was two, yeah, it was two weeks ago. I said that we hadn't met him yet. We have. He played um the future kind leader. The one was like humans in a uh, utopia. That was him. He's playing the trickster. He's one of this. the. He's one of the few people who have been on all three yeah, shows. Right? Four, all four. He's in. Um, f- well, technically, because you can't count the five because no one else was in K nine. Um, but he was in. Um, what you call it? He was in class as like the main villain in class, and he's in Torchwood oh. as well. Do you um, think you got the script for class? I was like, <laughs> finally, everything's coming up. Paul Mark Davis. <laughs> Here we go. He um probably did, but the trickster is like one of those villains where it like it 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 feels very kind of like very serious and very dark and very like intriguing for a show like this to to delve into. Um, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but I'm saying that like it feels a bit kind of like tonal whiplash, especially when last week we had, you know, Grantham and and the Kudluck smoking jacket and laser tag and stuff. To go from that to like here's a guy who made an, an eight year old kill her best friend and is now haunting her dreams mm-hmm. feels a bit, a bit a bit kind of totally mismatched. Um, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm just saying it's it's kind of it's kind of weird to go from that to that. You can really see uh, Russell T. Davis like watching this episode on the edit bay and going like, mm-hmm. you know, like this gives mm-hmm. me an idea, and that idea is turn left. If you didn't get it, but <laughs> but but it'll take me a second well, and I'll do it. Well, I mean, I mean, the beetle in turn left is part of the tricksters. Brigade, as I say, um, which we'll learn. We'll learn after this that Trickster is all over, all over the place. Um, I like the Trickster just being there for the laws. I like that. It's like, mm-hmm. what is your purpose? What is your motive? And it's like, oh, I just, I just like having fun, y'all. <laughs> I just, I'm just a little, little goofy birthday oh, I'm, boy. I'm a silly little me. goose. <laughs> oh, who me? I'm just a silly little man. <laughs> I just like to cause destruction. And then My set a hook. meteor who's going to hit Britain. <laughs> I love how the person is like, the meteor will hit Britain. It's like, yeah, that's like yeah. saying, that's like saying, uh, <laughs> it's like when he, like somebody gets shot by a machine gun, body riddled with bullets, and like, the legs were shot. It's like, yeah, but the entire body is dead. <laughs> oh, it's like, that shot as well of of the the meteor being like slingshot the way by Mister Smith is just like well, um, it it has real. I'm not just saying this because because that's a puzzle box, but it has real like Hellraiser vibes as well, which is wild. Like I would be surprised if the trickster pulled up the hood and it was just Pinhead. That's like that's how much I feel like the, the kind of the he's British horror vibes are in here. Um, it's just like. It's it's just one of those ones that are like I couldn't really get on the wavelength I think and just I don't know. Um, what I do like is that they're not they're no longer beating around the bush with regards to you know Alan knowing what's going on because like I feel like after it's one of those things like you know after 
Gorgon, we were saying, you know, it's kind of annoying that at the end he doesn't remember being a statue or whatever. That he's just like completely unaware of everything. You know, it's, it's like after this and after, you know, the whole thing with their school and after, um, what you call it, after like the whole thing of Kudlak as well, but, like if, if adults were still unaware of what was going on, it would probably be a bit kind of silly. So having at least one of them like knowing, okay, all this stuff is happening. What the hell is going on? Feels a lot more refreshing than like it could have been, you know. Yes, to me, the the the, the thing that that puts this above. What I've noticing with the Sarah Jane Adventures so far is that they're all they're all very chill, very calming watches. It, it's funny when I watched all of Torchwood for this podcast. I would just leave episodes with, like, confusion over how to feel. Like, hmm, what was that? And with Doctor Who, sometimes I leave an episode and I'm like, you know, oh, that was fun. All right, let's go. Let's move on. But with Sarah Jane Adventures, whenever I watch an episode, I get calm. I feel the overwhelming urge to take a nap. <laughs> it feels <laughs> like it feels like it's 4, 8, it's 4 p.m. and I've just watched a show after I'm back from school and I'm tired and I've already done my homework, so, you know, I might as well go take a nap. That's what it feels like. And <laughs> if that's what it is, great job. <laughs> Nothing against that. I think they're doing a really good job of providing this, like, entertaining but still very um, easily digestible without sacrificing a little bit of, uh, like, a little bit of vegetables here and there, you know, in terms of, like, mm-hmm. drama and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, I think the... What are the notes do I have about that? Um, can I get a clip of Clyde going, You're old! When when uh, Alan <laughs> is hitting the gritty. The skateboard, because I'm obsessed with how obsessed Clyde is that... <laughs> That Alan's old. I mean, the fucking skateboard payoff is such a good payoff because when he, when he comes around that corner, that skateboard, you're like, great, fantastic. Yeah, and body checking that grass is just like, you know, that's what television was made for. Just it, it all culminated in that one moment of him being the shit of a fucking tiny little alien fella and then tying him up. I know what we said before, though. I want to circle back to it. Graham Harper is just going off. Yes, he's doing a really good job here. <laughs> it's just insane. Because like, you get this whole thing of like, you know, he's using, using much more like a like, handheld camera towards the start. And then, like, before you know it, it's like fucking fisheye lens, fucking it, right, in, right into his face, right into, like, it's just fucking, that entire sequence is just insane when alan opens the puzzle box yes. and just completely, yes. completely lose it. can if you take and i'm gonna ask you david i'm sorry for giving you some work but can you please just post uh just take several screen caps and post them over the week of that mm-hmm. of that scene because every <laughs> other moment he's making a fantastic face or just going absolutely <laughs> like like it is it is the most <laughs> evil dead moment that the show has gone, got given us so far it should do. He should have gone off more. They should let Graham Harper go off more. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's, what's he like, doing nowadays? Graham. He's Harper. retired. He's retired. I think. Well, he's quite we old. Know that nobody really's got. Re, nobody's really gone. So get your ass know, out of the. Uh, 
Get, come on, Graham. Graham <laughs> what if Graham's like heating a cuppa? You know, oh, oh, retirement's such a good idea, dear. I know, I know. Ding dong. Whoa, who's that? Oh, let me check. I'm going to go to the door, dear. Russell, what's going on? <laughs> we have a job to do, Graham. We need you. <laughs> and he, oh. he's like, no. He's like, no, I can't, Russell. And then Grantham pops up with his gun. And he says, Get in the car. Get in the car. <laughs> we should do a mini series that's just Graham Harper episodes. I mean, let me take a look at them real quick. It's uh, Caves of Androzani. Never seen it. Revelations of the Daleks. What is that episode? It, it, that's the Sixth Doctor. What did the dogs go? I um, like it, other Daleks. No, is that the do Revelation? Do you want to know the basic premise of Revelation of the Daleks? Sure. Um, Davros is secretly running a, 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 a mortuary. He's turning. <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that is. Don't tell me anything else. Brickbox.com. Uh, Here we it, go. Revelation two, of the two, Daleks. It's two 45 minute episodes. <gasps> oh, to... my God. Please tell me there is intricate, detailed descriptions of the mortuary. I hope there is. Well, you'll see Wait, it is that when you I... watch it. Is that a Turn Sticks episode? No, right? No. Okay. No. Um, it's uh, Eric Sayward. Um, By the way, I uh, here real quick, Doctor Who book corner. I bought uh, the uh, Fires of Pompeii, Eaters of Light mm-hmm. uh, novelizations, and mm-hmm. I also got the uh, Andrew Carmel book. It's back on store, so I I got the one. So I'm ready to get ca- Carmel pilled, <laughs> Carmel pilled, uh, Carmel based, <laughs> uh, Carmel sweet latte um i haven't read any of cat's cradle since i last spoke about cat's cradle so i'm still unsure about what it is um i know i know Vale has been seeing visions though and um that's not that can't be good that can't be good um i, I also finished i also i read the um i try to say i read the witch finders novelization like Ooh. three like three months ago it's all right. It's I haven't good. finished the. Um, I haven't finished. I started autonomy. I think maybe a year and two or three months ago, and I still haven't finished it. The Tenth Doctor Autumn uh, Shopping Center novel that Ooh. was pr- pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty. It was pretty, pretty, pretty. So I, <laughs> I couldn't find the, the motivation to, to finish it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of good books. All the good books to read. Books are good. Um, highly recommend t- the time. Is, trying to remember now which whichever, whichever time worm Paul Cornell wrote. I highly recommend reading the other three, or just reading the summary of the other three to read that one because that is, that is something special. A time worm that he wrote, time worm novel. Um, shout out to to Saul the Talking Church and um, and all that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Don't really, don't. Really, so you have anything else to say about whatever happened to Sarah Jane other than yeah. it's an interesting premise for this show. Whatever happened to Sarah Jane, yeah. she came back. That's it. That's what she happened. Came back. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Jane Asher played... Um, yes. J- Jane Asher was in a BBC radio show, like a, a one-off special called... I think it was called Whatever Happened to Susan Foreman. Or maybe it called something else. Yeah, where she played Susan. 
What? Oh yeah, here. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to yeah. dot 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 question mark? Su- they covered the fate yeah. of various fictional characters, such as Popeye and Susan Foreman, <laughs> the granddaughter. Oh yeah, sure. These the yeah. uh, these are the two big characters I care about. <laughs> what happened to Popeye and Susan Foreman? Well, um, and yeah, well, they both turned up on, on Doctor Who. Popeye will be in series fourteen. I hope so. Do you want to um, know what all the uh, the episodes are for whatever happened to whatever happened to? Please, please. So we have whatever happened to George, who is apparently a character from the Famous Five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's whatever happened to Popeye. Whatever happened to the Ugly Sisters from Cinderella. Whatever happened to Horace Harry Samuel Quelch. <laughs> Good question. Whatever happened to Susan Foreman. Whatever happened to Little Lord Fauntleroy. Whatever happened to the Big Bad Wolf? Whatever happened to Pinocchio? What the f- He became a real boy! <laughs> Whatever happened to the Seven Dwarves? Whatever happened to Mowgli? And of course, whatever happened to Postman Pat? <laughs> whatever did happen to Postman Pat? Um, of course, whatever happened to Susan Foreman's moot now because we find out that she, um, we found out to the big finish what happened to Susan Foreman. Um, which you'll find out about via Paul McGann's um, run of audios. What is up uh, with this? Uh, sorry, yeah. I'm reading this article on Postman Pat now because I have never heard of this creature before. <laughs> and I'm Postman looking Pat? at a poster Postman for the Postman, Postman Pat, Pat movie, which mm-hmm. is uh, it is a poster featuring one, two, three, four, five. Six characters. In the center, we have Postman Pat. He's wearing a sparkly Postman uniform. On the left, we have a robot Postman Pat who has (laughs) evil red eyes and a giant grin. To the right of that evil Postman Pat, we have a woman who is doing a John Travolta dance move. She's also wearing a sparkly dress. Then to the immediate right of Postman Pat, there is a cat, a very ugly Mm -hmm. cat. Right it's above the cat, cat, there is a young man break dancing. <laughs> and then right next to him, there is a man with a soul patch looking angry. He's got his arms crossed like, um, so Do you have the one that has a credit block in front of Postman Pass, the poster? Let me see. If you do zoom in and look at the cast, because um, I think you'll be surprised who's in it. Okay. Stephen Mangan, never going to be Doctor Who. Jin Broadbent, okay. Rupert Grint, uh huh. Roman Keaton. Oh, David Tennant. Okay. (laughs) I'm assuming Postman Pat is like a huge deal over there. Um, he was when I was growing up. He was um like a stop motion thing. Now he's CG. Um, presumably because it's cheaper. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Mushik Postman Pat, we have to say next yes, time. Yes, in the end, Pat sings, Stevie Wonder's signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. <laughs> uh, next time. Next time. It's been um, five months since we saw Ashley, but we pray every night that he's out there somewhere, unharmed, and that he'll come back to us soon. If you were out there, Ashley, just call.
show your mum and dad. Please. If the human race is going to survive climate change, Luke, you have to give it a helping hand. Not to mention my electricity bill. Oh, what have you done with the remote? If you can't have children of your own, if that's why you've taken him, because you're lonely, how do you think I feel without my angel boy? They look worried sick. You're right, love. There's things here on Earth that make your blood run cold, never mind from outer space. Um, if anybody knows where Ashley is, please contact the police. Please. Isn't that Luke? Regarding their missing son, Ashley. The teenager disappeared without trace. Um... Look, I'm going to ask you, if Postman Pat was delivering mail to a website, what mail would he deliver to a website? What website would that be? Friendlymush.com, where you can also find out interesting facts, such as, did you know that Craig Ferguson is in the Postman Pat movie as Craig, comma, not a Dalek? How <laughs> oh, come they true. never got Craig Ferguson on Doctor Who? You know that he loves Doctor um, Who? Like, he yeah, had a TARDIS on his... uh on his freaking uh, desk during his talk show for all of it. The answer to that is the ship probably sailed during the years 2011 to 2013. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, bye. <laughs> Postman Pat. Postman Pat Postman made Pat. a deal Post- with the trickster to erase his friend out of existence. <laughs> Post Post Grantman Pat. Post Grantman Pat. Yeah. Post Post Grantham and chat. Everyone Post Grantham and chat. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> bye. <Bye-bye. Right. laughs>